0: Today Amy, are you okay? Yep.
1: Yeah. I've been hustling my whole life yeah, Look where it's gotten me <sighs>
0: Up to get back to, I'm gonna find you and take what little you have.
1: You're just a suburban housewife, and now you're stuck in a life you never wanted. You have this serene Zen Buddhist thing going on. Hey, I'm a dangerous guy. <laughs> So stop messing with me and leave me alone, or else.
2: I would love to let this go,
0: but actions have consequences. I just can't understand what those people are so angry about. Bitch-ass handyman pissing on my hardwood floor. This is European. Oh, come on.
2: ways to manage my stress.
0: You're born, make choices,
1: and suddenly, you're here. This is fun! Maybe we're not normal. Maybe normal people
0: are just delusional. You started this.
2: Me? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, you're the one who backed into me like a psycho.
0: You're the one that flipped me off all roided out and sh- Are you guys leaving or are you just going to sit there? What do you say? What do you say? Say it again! I dare you to say it again! Welcome to the Strange Harpers Podcast, a weekly discussion of film, television, and pop culture. My name is Jeff Zhang and tonight I'm joined by
2: Amir Ture and Derek Wong.
0: So this week we are discussing the new Netflix series Beef, created by writer and showrunner Lee Sung Jin, starring Steven Yun, Ali Wong, Joseph Lee, Young Mazzino, and David Cho, the 10-episode series, or first season, I guess, since they have been talking about maybe seasons 2 and 3 in an interview with Lee Sung Jin. The show debuted last week and revolves around a down-on-his-luck contractor played by Steven Yun and a wealthy entrepreneur played by Ali Wong who get into a road rage incident that escalates into a dangerous cat-and-mouse obsession between the two. This debuted the first episode at South by Southwest, so I caught the first episode there maybe like a month ago. And then I binged it with my wife over the last week or so. What about you guys? When did you guys see this?
1: Yeah, I saw all of it in the last week. Actually, in the last three days.
0: Yeah, and I saw it over the weekend. it spanned like two or three days. I mean, very bingeable series. At first, I thought this was a movie. So I was like, this sounds awesome for a movie. And then I got a little less excited when I heard it was a TV show. I like my entertainment to be one sitting, be able to digest it that way. Mm-hmm. I tend to get a little less excited when things are drawn out and like, There's always opportunity for things to drop the ball, especially when it's like a TV series sticking the landing and stuff. But I am a little bummed to hear that it's getting a second and third season maybe because I thought this ended perfectly. Not to jump the gun on the ending or anything, but I don't think it needs to continue or at least maybe do like an anthology of like a different beef next season or something, bring in different actors at least. Maybe that's the way they do it. But yeah, so I guess we'll talk a little bit about our general thoughts on this series. I love this. This is like the best TV show I've watched this year, I think. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. What did you guys think?
1: Yeah, I think it was really good as well. I hope it's getting the buzz it deserves and people are watching it because, yeah, it's really good. I really liked it too. I think it's really
2: good. I'm not without my criticisms on the show. I'm, I echo what you're maybe alluding to, Jeff. I don't know if this would have been better as a movie, but I also do think that it would have been a little bit better if it was maybe trimmed down a little bit. I don't know if we needed exactly 10 episodes mm. of this series. But I think it's spectacularly acted. I mean, I think this yeah. is some of Steven Young's best, if not is his best work.
0: Yeah, and Ali Wong too. Um, I Ali feel like Walk this is, is yeah. her first like – This
1: is like her first dramatic role, Dramatic role, role right?
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. She knocks it out of the park. She's really, really good. She's really good.
2: I mean, I don't know much of Joseph Lee's work or Young Mazzino's work. I mean, I recognize David Cho, but I don't think I've ever seen him act in anything. And like I thought they were all great too. Like I think the cast is really good in this yeah. show. So, yeah, I really enjoyed my time. It is one of the better things I've seen this year so far television-wise.
0: Everything's coming up Joseph Lee for me because I just started catching up on Star Trek Picard and he's like one of the lieutenants on the bridge. Mm-hmm. I guess some synchronicity there or something. <laughs> yeah, I thought this show was great. Kind of reminded me of like at first the premise of. You guys ever watched that Ben Affleck Samuel L Jackson movie Changing Lanes?
2: No, I keep hearing this comparison, mm-hmm. but I've never seen the movie. Which is
0: also about like a road rage incident, you know, between the two. But that one's a movie.
2: Maybe that's why this isn't a movie because they already have a movie. <laughs>
0: Man, I gotta say, the Netflix binge model sucks ass. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, like, watching this show, HBO Succession style, or, like, Game of Thrones, where, like, each episode, you know where everyone else is on the show. So, like, everyone's talking about it the day after, about that one episode, and that buzz is, like, sustained across ten weeks. But now, like, everyone's watching it at a different pace, no one's talking about the same thing. And then the buzz is over in like three days. It then really blows. And you binge it and you're
1: done, right? Yeah, yeah and it the, sucks. There's no good way for it to like become part of the conversation and remain there. Yeah. yeah I absolutely agree. I think it does it a disservice. Yeah,
2: and each of these episodes seem to have this like, stinger at the end of each one that wants you to like – I mean, of course, it, it makes you want to watch the next episode right away. But that lends itself more to the, the discussion week, to week television. Yeah, yeah to yeah, discussion. Yeah. To be like, People oh, shit, about what's, what's going to happen yeah, next exactly. week? But no, it's just like, oh, okay, I'll just
0: watch it
1: right for now. next. You, know? yeah. Yeah, you kind of burn through yeah. those cliffhangers and those points of tension. You just blow right past them. Yeah. Go on to the next episode.
0: The one thing I want to talk about for this show is that this is like a prime example of how good representation isn't always good representation. Do you know what I mean? Yes. The show isn't about, oh, paragons of Asian-American virtue or anything like that. It's a show about deeply fucked up people that happen to be asian and they get to be vulnerable they get to be emotional they get to be vindictive they get to be all sorts of fucked up these are like deeply deeply unhappy people and i gotta say i've never related more to like a character than stephen yun's mm-hmm. danny just watching that first episode him getting into the road rage and then waiting online at the market just his general frustrations eating shit with a smile on your face you know like i totally relate to that you know, more than happy go lucky Asian representation. And yeah, I get mad while driving all the time. Like, I gotta see this guy's fucking face. You know, like he's, he's <laughs> like that too. You know, um. this is so bad. Admit,
2: I flipped a guy off yesterday because I got so <laughs> mad. So mad. I, it made me think of this show. I was like, oh, is this person gonna come after me? Like, I don't fucking care. Let's go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I feel like I do have to get my, like, road rage under control. I don't drive as often as I used to, but mm-hmm. I feel like I get mad driving a lot, so.
1: Yeah, driving's infuriating. It's <laughs> yeah. scary because it's like you're driving around this multi-ton vehicle at high speeds and you can
0: hurt yourself or other people.
1: And it's, like, yeah. an activity that also spurs people to be really upset and
0: make bad decisions. Yeah. I mean, you're operating gigantic heavy machinery. Like, I think people forget that when yeah. they're driving. That can kill right? people. But, right. Yeah. I just think this whole thing could have been avoided. They're in, like, the supermarket or, like, the Forster's parking hardware lot. Hardware store, right? Yeah. yeah, the hardware store, and uh Danny's backing out, and then Ellie Wong's Amy doesn't see him, and then she just lays on the horn for, like, 20 seconds. You could have just been, like, beep-beep, you know, but, like that's how you piss someone off you know and that's what sets off this road rage incident
2: and, th- and this says something about me i was actually more annoyed by the honking than the flipping off like i'm used to people oh flipping yeah off. dude
0: that honking's so annoying
2: yeah that shit's annoying that's what gets me and that's what like i was feeling that with the steven Union character i'm like who cares about the flipping off but the honking <laughs> is just like i can't stand that shit <laughs> but i actually want to go back to something you said jeff the idea that This is like good representation without being good representation. And I've heard this a lot with a lot of the praise of this show is that like a lot of the cast is Asian American descent, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Stephen Young representing like Korean culture, like Ali Wong, believe, is Vietnamese. Yeah. But like none of that's really a huge factor. I mean, there are some cultural things in this show, but these could be to, you know, white people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like doesn't matter really their ethnicity. And I think it's really nice to see this cast is, you know, almost 90% Asian.
0: Yeah. It's not to say, like, the show isn't Asian, because there's definitely lots of aspects about the show that's Asian. So, like, the... That's
2: specific, yeah.
0: The evangelical church stuff, Mm -hmm. the microaggressions and the intra-Asian racism. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of that, too. But it's ancillary to the characters, right? It's not made front and center of the show. And just to digress a little bit, it's kind of like the commentary on class and wealth on the show too like they don't make it a main point that yeah amy is rich and stephen young is down on his luck and he's the struggling contractor i mean it's a factor on the show but they're not trying to make it some kind of weird polemic or anything like that it just happens to add texture to the characters you know Mm -hmm. and that's just what's realistic and great about the show my mom actually watched the show. She binged oh, it really? in like two days. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> How did she like
0: it? She really liked it. She thought it got a little ridiculous at the end, but... Yes, fine, I agree. I, I share those
2: criticisms. But yeah, we can get there when we get there. I think the thing I resonated most with this show was... And I think it's for us, it's we're of this age. I think we're pretty much the same age as these characters yeah. on this show.
0: Like late thirties, like mm. late
2: thirties, maybe early forties. Like I think there's a lot of like millennial references.
0: Oh yeah, the show is deeply, deeply millennial. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's got the Hubenstein needle drop, which I love. I love too. <laughs> Stephen Young singing Incubus. Yeah, a yep. uh, Lincoln yeah. Park hybrid theory reference in yeah. like episode eight or nine. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah.
2: I feel like we're in this part of our lives. You know, we're not just starting our career, but like our careers are at a place where we want to get to that next level. Or, you know, the Alley Wong character, like trying to get to a point where she feels in a way secure about her life. And I think the same is like, yeah, yeah, the same is true for Stephen Young. Like, even though he's down now, like, he's also trying to reach that point. I, as a person, am really relating that, you know, in Mm -hmm. my life right now. Like, I want to feel I can reach some kind of financial stability, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, and I think that's part of the narrative this shows. you ever really going to reach yeah that? like can you really reach that and i really really latched on to that when it came to the show and I, that's that's the stuff i was really loving feeling really represented in that way yeah i was going to ask this inciting incidents was it a little ridiculous to you guys though taking it as far as jumping curbs and
0: i don't think that's that ridiculous because i okay. can easily see someone getting caught up in that moment and just going all out it's not like they crash their cars or anything but like they did drive over the curb. Running over that garden is one of the other inciting incidents of, you know, getting caught on camera and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't think it's that ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And these are just, like, angry, angry people with no outlet for their anger. You know? And it's not even, like, anger. There's, like, a catharsis to being able to let that emotion out. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the episode, after Steven Yuns, Danny goes to... Amy's house, you know, they even like bond a little bit inside the house until she finds out that she's the one who's driving the white Mercedes and not her husband, right? Yeah. And he goes into the bathroom and lets out like a gallon of pee. That was some very yellow pee, by the way. I don't think like <laughs> yeah, pee's not actually healthy, right, dehydrated
1: as fuck.
2: Yes, give us your medical
1: expertise and advice for <laughs> Yeah,
0: but then she chases him out the house, and that's when. They do the kneel drop for who bestinks the reason, right? Yeah, I did. She's, like, trying to memorize the license plate, but you see, like, a flash of a smile on her face, you know? Like, she's kind of glad that she gets this outlet to, like, release these emotions that she's never really able to show, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, a thread throughout this whole series. But especially with her home life. At first, I kind of felt bad for George, but... All right, let's rank the characters from most awful to least awful. (laughs) Ooh,
2: that's good. Least awful, June... Uh, no.
1: <laughs> Let's not come after the kid. She's an innocent kid.
0: You can't include yeah. her in the rankings. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we
1: including Danny, Amy, George, Paul, and Isaac.
0: Isaac. Who else? Jordan. Jordan.
1: Jordan Naomi. Edwin, Edwin. Naomi. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: George's mom, Fumi. I guess. I mean, I feel like the side characters, of the ancillary characters, are, are like probably the most innocent, right? Like Naomi and Fumi, in a sense. Like, I mean, they're all kind of terrible in their own way. I mean.
1: Noemi's got a body count, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Fumi tried to ventilate those robbers. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. don't sleep on Fumi either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Edwin, the worst he does, I guess, is what? A prank puts yeah, some yeah, magazine yeah. subscriptions on, you know, Danny's name. Edwin's towards like, the bottom, probably. Like, I love seeing Justin Min and stuff, so I thought he was a great kind of addition. And Oh, uh, I mean, he's yeah. like
0: one of the least awful? Yeah. I think so. For no. sure. No, he's a Compared fucking weenie, else? dude. <laughs> he's a fucking weenie, man. He's so great. In, well, wait, <laughs> I didn't say I liked him. I didn't say, yeah. like, he,
1: I wanted to hang out with him. I just said, he, as far as moral awfulness, he does the least shitty stuff. He's sort of pathetic in that his wife doesn't really like him, and she's never gotten over her ex, and, like, they're unhappy, and he's, like, a sore loser or whatever. He's not, like, a, as bad a person as everyone else on the show. The main duo are really, really bad people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I Uh, guess you also could say probably say, what, George is innocent in a way. I like the character of George a lot.
1: George is a normal person.
0: I like the character, yeah.
1: Yeah. He's, like, bad the way, like, a normal human being is. The main characters in this are bad in a
0: way that's, like, (laughs) I don't know,
1: TV drama bad, right? Like, they're they're over-the-top bad in the things they do.
0: I don't know. I think Danny and Amy are very sympathetic, though. Yeah, for sure. some of the other lesser characters, like side characters are not. I hate Jordana, Edwin, and Naomi more than I hate Danny and Amy, you know what I mean? Really interesting. Really. Let's face it, Jordan's the fucking worst. Yeah. Right? Jordan's she's like, fucking awful. The epitome of that meme of like I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Dude, she's so racist. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's super racist. And she's like a very grating, annoying rich person. So
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why. And the way like she that. talks to Junie, too, is like, oh, maybe when you grow up, you won't be as rude or some shit. Like, holy <laughs> yeah. fuck, what's wrong with <laughs> yeah, you? dude.
2: Dude,
0: she's wild.
2: I really like the George character. I actually really like the Paul character, too, the younger brother. Uh-huh. I think, like, I think yeah,
0: like- Paul's probably the best person on the show. He's kind of a fuck up, but like, yeah. I feel for him a lot. He's not evil. Yes, absolutely.
1: He doesn't do a lot of evil shit. I guess he steals his brother's van and cheats with a married woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah in the scale of crimes on this show i guess that's towards the bottom
0: <laughs> i think joseph lee does a phenomenal job as george but mm-hmm. i think george loki sucks man <laughs> <laughs> really? i think he's terrible man get a job bro you yeah. know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know i just really sympathize with amy she has no support at home from him he's always complaining mm-hmm. about shit Without trying to understand any of the burdens that she has dealing with Jordan and her business and all that stuff. and
1: Well, this is more class stuff, right? With you yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah. he was born rich and not left with much, but he's from yeah. uh, a different socioeconomic class than yeah. he is, who kind of had to work her way up.
0: Yeah, Silver Spoon, you know? Amy yeah. and Danny are sort of alike in that way. Yeah.
1: So what do you guys know about Ali Wong's life?
2: Not much, except I know she's a comedian, right? I know she's yeah. divorced, Yes,
0: that's it. Her husband is still her tour manager.
1: (laughs) I think they used a lot of shit from her real life as the plot to this show.
0: Oh, Oh, did they really? I did
1: not know that. Her husband, or her ex-husband, was the son of a famous inventor, not a famous painter. But her husband is also a Japanese guy, just like the guy's Japanese in this show. I mean, I don't know about the particular marital strife that led to their breakup, but it does seem like they're drawing a lot from real life
0: here. Oh, interesting.
1: She had a comedy special, like, I don't know, eight years ago, nine years ago now, uh, Baby Cobra. And so she talks yeah. about the difference. That was eight
0: years ago, nine years ago?
1: That. I thought that was like,
0: I don't know, three, four years ago, definitely nope.
1: not. I think it's 2015 or 16, probably. 2016. 2016, so, yeah. wow. so seven years ago. Yeah. So – but she talks, I think, a little bit about her life and the different background she and her husband have and all of that. It seems like a lot of that is in this show. The particular ethnic background of the character – I mean, it's just her, right? So, like, Ali Wong, the actress, has a Vietnamese mother and a Chinese American father, mm-hmm. and I think that's the same thing in the show, right? So, I think they in the used yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of just real life stuff, yeah, especially for her yeah. character. Which I think is interesting, yeah.
0: I don't, well, know, I don't know enough about Stephen Young's life. Well, he grew up evangelical. So all that church stuff, I thought he really captured. Someone said, like, it's so accurate how it captures, like, having a breakdown in the middle of mass or, like, gospel or whatever. I don't know what that is. Like, I'm not religious in any way, but people are saying it's very, very accurate. Can we, like, talk about that scene? That is the scene that's going yeah. to him like an
2: Emmy, right? Like, that was... It's so good. One of the best things I've seen him do. Just him breaking down in, like, the middle of the church. Oh, my God.
0: He's got a set of pipes on him too. He's a really good singer. Yeah,
1: very impressive.
0: He killed that cover of uh, Incubus's Drive, and Drive, that. Yeah, uh, dude, the Amazing Grace stuff was so funny because, like, after the flash forward, and he's now the singer Head for of the praise, praise yeah. group. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like so into his singing. Edwin's sitting in the back of <laughs> the, the DMV, yeah. just like seething? fucking yeah. seething. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. I mean, the show is—I would say it's like a dramedy, like a dark comedy. I would say, because it is very, very funny. It's very funny. Yeah.
2: We haven't talked about this yet. What did you think about the character of Isaac? He's an interesting character.
1: He's obviously, like, a bad dude. He's a criminal. He kind of escalates things. He's, you know, dominating everything. But, like, I'm not entirely sure that he's, like, worse than Steven Young's character.
0: (laughs) No, I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Like.
2: Because he's still, like, wanting to help his cousin, right? Like, he's trying to look out for his cousin. In
0: his own fucked up way. In his own fucked up way. And even after,
2: like, Stephen Nolan betrayed him, he doesn't,
0: like, outright try to kill him right away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
1: something to that. Yeah, like, Danny's kind of a piece of shit, man.
0: Dude, he's such a piece of shit. Faking the arson. Dude. The worst thing he does on this show is throw out Paul's college application. Dude, that was so fucked up. That's so shocking. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Sorry, can we go back to something? I thought he was just an idiot that installed the cabling wrong.
1: He did, yeah.
0: He did. He did. So, okay, he didn't do it on purpose, No, right? No, 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 he's just an idiot. No, 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 he didn't do it on purpose. Okay, I thought yeah, he was trying he's to, like... just a moron. So, the whole thread in this show is that Steven Yun's trying to save up enough money to buy his parents in Korea a house in California. So, what happens is Isaac has all these ill-gotten gains. They're like, hidden in these rice cookers, this money that he's stolen, I guess from the Filipinos, because the Filipinos are after him, right? <laughs> <laughs> after, after Isaac. So Stephen Yun betrays Isaac and sends him to prison for like five to ten years or whatever. Yeah. He, he frames him for like the road rage incident. Yes. So he goes to jail. And then what happens is Ali Wong clears Isaac's name by saying, oh, it was actually Stephen Yun's character. So he gets out of jail. Someone burns down the house that Stephen Yun buys his parents. So, we don't know who it is, but in the end, we figure out that it's just Danny his doing a horrible job yeah. uh, wiring the house. But he uses that as an opportunity to frame Ali Wong's Amy, and he tries to plant, like, gasoline and gloves in her house to frame her. Mm-hmm. He's a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It's what he does to his own, like, family members that get you, right? Like, what he does to yeah. Paul, lying to him about the relationship. Uh, lying about the business, lying about the house and the arson, the college application yeah. thing—he's just always trying to drag him down and fuck with him. And then, like, he betrays Isaac too. Yeah, yeah. right. He throws Isaac yeah, under yeah, the yeah. bus. Push comes yeah. to shove. So, who's worse,
2: Danny or Amy? Oh, Danny's
1: worse Dan- for Danny's
0: sure. Danny's worse. I think. Okay, I think Danny's right. worse. Okay, I, I agree. think Stephen Yun's acting makes you. Very, very sympathetic towards him. Mm-hmm. Like even in the end, in like the last episode, he get the second to last episode. He gets that moment where Paul's climbing out of like the I don't know Jordan's little complex. Uh, complex. He's like, you just got to get away from me, man. Like that really worked for me. Like that was a really great moment between mm-hmm. the two characters. Stephen Young acts the shit out of this role. Yeah, so, yeah, he's incredible. Uh, this. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. And also, he's like a funny guy. So like. You really want to like him, you know? Some of the shit that he says is just so fucking funny. Like, uh, Western therapy doesn't work on Eastern minds. That's yeah. so yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> and then, uh, Isaac asked him, like, it's like, you don't fuck with white girls? And he's like, No, nah, I don't fuck with white girls. It's like, I only fuck with Italians. <laughs> it's like, yeah. peninsula mentality, yeah. you know? Uh, <laughs> it's just not, not funny. Paul's cleaning his room. White devil pulling strings. What kind of white girls do you fuck with, then?
2: Italians, bro. What? Yeah, they're the same as us peninsula mentality
1: yo
0: peninsulas that's what's up yeah
2: man i did say starting out this show is not without some criticisms like on my end at least the show is a little too many episodes a little long in a sense as a series i think part of that for me stems from like this show has to keep finding reasons for them to keep beefing
0: i do agree with yeah. that i think i agree yeah, with yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, every two or three episodes, it's like, oh, you know, like, you think they're almost at a point where maybe they can settle this. And they keep getting drawn back in. Something tips them over to be like, all right, now I gotta go fucking try to light her car on fire with her kid there. You know what I mean? Like, that was terrible. (laughs) That was something that I, you know, maybe one or two less episodes, I think, could have really done it for me. But then also, I think there are a lot of characters in this show that get a little bit too much
1: to do. Oh, interesting.
2: I mean, I... Don't know if I really needed so many episodes and so much time with, like, the Edwin character or the Mia character. I think the core six was really well done. And, like, I Mm. really like seeing my time with, you know, Danny, Amy, George, Paul, June, and, like, Isaac. But I think the rest of the cast, I think, is just – I don't know. I think we spend a little bit too much time, like, trying to fill in some of these other characters.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, contrivances to keep the titular beef going, right? Like. Mm There's the catfishing. There's the vandalism. There's Danny pretending to be Zane to be friends with George. Yeah, that that a it's so insane. Of stuff, <laughs> that was yeah. insane. There is a lot of it, you know. Like I feel like you could maybe nix one or two of those things mm-hmm. just to like streamline the show a little bit. I was gonna say, I and mean, I agree with your mom.
2: <laughs> I think the end of the episode's kind of it gets a little ridiculous, right? I mean, like there's a burglary that turns into like a shootout that.
0: Yeah, turns into like
2: a drug trip in the middle of a desert Okay,
0: I will say that the drug trip and the last episode in the desert really brought it home for me I really did like that episode a lot Mm -hmm. you know where they like kind of trade consciousnesses after eating those berries I really really like that just to get to like I don't know that end point of having empathy for one another I thought that was a really clever way to portray Mm -hmm. that and the two characters like come to an understanding you know
1: It's a neat episode. I don't know if I think it's earned. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if this eye-opening, empathetic drug trip experience really makes sense or works for the characters. But, I mean, I guess the whole second half of the show just accelerates so out of control that it's difficult to really get your bearings. I don't know. I got to think about it a little more. I like the very, very ending, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the hospital scene, yeah, I do. But I got to think about how much I like the drug trip. I like moments of the drug truck. I really
2: like them when they were in sync speaking for each other or like speaking with yeah, each I other mean, that's and what then I'm speaking for. Like- yeah, like all that stuff is like really nicely well acted. It's a really unique idea, but I kind of agree with Amir. I just don't know if one episode was enough to settle this beef in a way. And I'm not too sure I would be convinced that a drug trip would do that, right? <laughs> but that's, you know, not here or there, so so actually doing research of the show do you guys know david cho's story not really
0: yeah so he's an artist yeah and he actually did all the title cards on the show do you like know how
2: he got really rich i don't back when facebook was just beginning sean parker mm. he was played like Timberlake in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. In- yeah. In- so, yeah. Uh-huh. Basically commissioned him to do artwork for their original office, paid him in stock.
0: Oh, in Facebook stock. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, well, like way back that. then.
2: I guess when they moved offices, I think uh, Zuckerberg also commissioned him to do more work, paid him in a little bit more stock. I guess when the company went public, his stock was worth $200 million. What? Yeah. Wow. Good for him. It's crazy. His story... Is crazy.
0: He's kind of in the shit now, though. I was
1: going to say, uh, the other David Cho story yeah, is a bad one, so... <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he sort of admits on a podcast to sexually assaulting somebody, but then he said that it was, like, not real. Fabricated,
0: and he made it up so, or whatever, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of walking that back. Did he has he ever watched the show Ugly Delicious on Netflix? Mm-mm. No, I've never seen that. He's on that? For people that don't know,
2: it's that David Chang show... David Chang is like a, a really popular chef, right? The Momofuku. Yeah, Momofuku.
0: Guy. Yeah, the Momofuku. And yeah.
2: so he had like a show called Ugly Delicious on Netflix. And Stephen Young, Ali Wong, and David Cho all like appear on the show at some point. And even Stephen Young and David Cho appear on the show together. Mm. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of like interesting to see them all on this show. And I guess I don't know if it's like just coincidence or like, you know, it's really interesting that like these people have kind of been connected for a while now. What what were some of
1: your guys' other favorite parts of the show? Like, what else did you like or maybe didn't like? I guess I liked something you didn't like. I liked all our secondary characters. Mm -hmm. Everyone was really well drawn and specific and weird and human. Like, Naomi is a side character, but she gets her little moments to shine and be part of the plot. And you get to understand her and see, like... The things that make her tick and, like, what she's sensitive about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show does manage to do a lot
0: with a little, right?
1: Yeah. I think it does make these people fully fleshed out. Characters whose motivation you understand.
0: I mean, when I say the characters are unlikable, I mean that in a good way because they're so well-drawn and, like, that is the feeling that you're supposed to get on some of these characters, you know, and... Um, I definitely felt that.
1: I think one of the things I don't like is how untethered it becomes from reality. I think that's the biggest thing, is that I think the show is really pretty devastating in the moments when it's real. And you feel like there's real people reacting to real trauma and real stakes in their lives. That realness also would make the end psychedelic trip empathy thing go down better. But because it's gotten so crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Like the throwing away the college letters thing is way more devastating and crazy, more devastating.
0: yeah. Than yeah, any yeah, of the yeah.
1: shootout stuff or the violence or whatever, right? Yeah, like Absolutely. George telling Amy he wants to divorce, he's like Way more brutal than, like, you know, some of the more unrealistic moments that happened in the show, you know? Like,
0: Jordan getting cut in half. Okay, that was awesome.
1: (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: actually was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: gunfights were a little whatever, but that was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. What also didn't work so much for me were the fucking flashbacks to their childhoods in like yes. eight or nine yeah. or something like why were those mm. there? that didn't add anything for me i got nothing mm. from that i got a little from amy's dad being an adulterer or whatever like mm-hmm. uh-huh. that f- through line made sense to me but i didn't get so much from the flashbacks to paul and uh danny's childhood or to amy's childhood other yeah. places i just didn't get so much from them. i don't know if i missed what i was supposed to be getting from those little bits but
2: and i agree like i think we get something from the father relationship with amy but like you don't really need it. You don't need a reason for her to like want to cheat on George in a way. Mm-hmm. I always kind of read her relationship with Paul seemed to be a little bit more compatible as like people versus feel like sometimes her and George are not the same person in the sense that like I don't know how they click.
0: I loved seeing Paul and Amy together. Like yeah. the whole Vegas episode was great.
2: Yeah. I didn't need it. I understood why maybe this character doesn't feel emotionally invested in George anymore like to the point she does want to cheat, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I agree. I don't know how much I needed to see their past to understand who these characters are now.
0: I agree. I think I agree, too. Because, you know, I fully felt Amy's conflict within her, the life that she has and how fucked up it is. Is it generational trauma or is it, like, trauma of her own doing? And, like, you already get that from the things that she says about her parents. And, like, I don't feel like the flashbacks added anything to that where... It felt necessary. Yeah, I think
1: specifically the ones that didn't work for me were the little kid flashbacks things. Like, I didn't mind mm. the one where she sees her dad cheating, because it, it, yeah, it yeah, ties yeah, yeah, immediately yeah. back into the plot. And I did like her going to confront her shitty family, and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. being totally shitty about it. Like, she's
0: awful in that scene, too. Don't get me wrong, right? Uh-huh. But yeah.
1: I did like that as well. It's just, yeah, those little baby flashbacks didn't do so much for me. I don't know.
0: I think Steven Young's Danny fares a little better with the flashbacks, just because you've got, you know, that dependence on Paul and how attached he is to his brother, and you do get the devastating scene where he throws out the college application. Yeah, that was insane.
1: Again, it was the little kid flashback stuff that didn't want it. That was fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the one where uh, Amy's in her mid-twenties and she's getting fucked by that guy. That was weird as shit, too.
1: That's very, like, God getting blown by a furry in The Shining, right? It's just, like... (laughs)
2: Kind of, a little bit. I mean, I did criticize maybe not needing as many of these side characters, but I will say that actually one of my favorite moments in the series was when they had that basketball game and Edwin's character just breaks yeah, he's just I love that. that. He's just great part of the thesis of the show is that no matter like your race, no matter your class, these are all problems that we deal with—the pressures of real world and like meeting expectations and like trying to be successful. This guy, when we first meet him, you know, Edwin is—he's supposed to be this well put together guy who got Danny's girl, is having a baby with Danny's girl, is leader of praise. Yeah, yeah
0: on the surface, he's like the perfect dude.
2: Yeah, but to see him like just, just explode, totally
0: crack. From losing a basketball game, you know? And I think part of this show is all about you never know what someone else is going through, right? And, like, some people, you're just blind to that. And I think that's how this whole beef escalates, you know? But Edwin's a great example of that. Because Danny first thinks that Edwin's the one who set his parents' house on fire. And then he goes to confront him. (laughs) Edwin's like, no, I'm just pranking you, man. Like, I'm just jealous of you. And he's like, you're jealous of me? He's like, oh, Veronica, like, my wife, she never got over you, and we don't even have sex anymore. She won't even touch me. It's
1: such a weird yeah.
0: revelation. Yeah. The show
1: does go to extremes to make every character kind of a pathetic piece of shit in one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know
2: if you guys got the vibe, but... The house that Amy and George live in really reminds me of the house in Parasite. Mm. The use of like concrete, wood, feeling so similar, like kind of reminds me of the class discussion when it came to that movie and this idea of wealth and
0: disparity. And
2: I found that interesting. I don't know if that was purposeful. I definitely I felt that connection.
0: Well, I mean, there's great blocking and cinematography and architecture in that house. Yeah, because it's like super modern and clean, and it's like, wow, what a nice house. But then how they frame Amy in, like, the wooden slats, it looks like she's in prison, you know? Mm. There are lots of, like, vertical wooden slats in the house and lines. It's just really, really well done.
2: Is there anything else you guys wanted to bring
0: up? Yeah, this makes me a little more uh, excited for uh, the Thunderbolts movie. Because <laughs> Steven Yeun's in it? No. Well, Steven Yun's in it, but Lee Sung-jin is writing it. He rewrote the movie.
1: Oh, I didn't know oh, that. I didn't that's know that cool. either. That's very cool.
0: Yeah. That is cool. I don't know how much he's going to get crushed by the Marvel House style, but who knows? Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, there's not much more to say besides it's really funny and really entertaining. The episodes are short. It's a really quick binge watch. I think people really should watch this one. It's uh hell of a lot of fun. It's well acted, well written, very funny. Yeah, totally worth a watch.
2: I guess my last question would be, and we kind of started talking about it. I mean, if they were going to do season two, would you want to see it as Danny and Amy or – I think they should move on?
0: They should move on. I I don't
1: know where the hell they can go after what they've already done.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, get another Asian cast. That's fine, too. I mean, uh, lean into that. I'm okay with that. But Mm -hmm. I think Danny and Amy's story is done. I think it ended in the perfect way. What are you going to do? Escalate it even more? We already said that there are maybe like one or two Mm -hmm. more contrivances than we needed, even though in the end it doesn't really matter. I really like the show. But you can't do that for another season. There's no sustain to that. I don't think you can.
2: I mean, I could definitely see this branching off. For me, if you're going to maybe bring back one character, I maybe want to see the Edwin character. Maybe he beefs with somebody.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe do something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I would love to see his character. Uh, Like I said, one of my favorite scenes was, you know, his blow up and his interiority coming out. So I could definitely see a, a season with him. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think we all definitely recommend this show at least i've said and jeff said this is you know one of my favorite shows i've seen so far
0: this year so i
2: highly recommend highly recommend
0: everyone talk about it for longer than like the three days you know binge models killing us yeah
1: it's difficult to get any
0: buzz right like yeah, it's, it's hard. All right. Well,
2: if there's nothing else, I think that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can people find more of your work?
0: You can find me on my blog at strangeharbors.com, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at strangeharbors. What about you guys?
1: I can find me meditating so I don't get into any road rage incidents. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: about you, Derek? Uh, you can find me at the World's Okayest Photos and Screen Agents Guild on Instagram. But if you like this podcast, the easiest way to support our show is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other popular apps. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do us a favor and give us a great rating. It really helps to get our voice out to more people.
0: I mean, I thought you were going to say you are going to be masturbating with a gun, but... (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even mention that. I know. But anyway, we like getting listener mail. We like reading it out on the pod sometimes, so feel free to Shoot us an email at jeff at And we will see you guys next week.
1: See you next week, everybody.
0: See you guys then.